Hey guys, and welcome to the Self-Development Collective. So in this episode, I'm going to talk about how to grieve and in particular talk about milestones and anniversaries, um, birthdays, celebrations, um, something that really caught me off guard in my grief. Um, something that I had to learn to experience was just how hard milestones would be. Um, and something else that I learned as well was I always thought that anniversaries, you know, birthdays, the date of would be really hard. But personally, I have found and something that I've read as well that apparently is common is the anticipation to those days tend to be actually worse than the actual day for some. And that's something that I've definitely experienced. So, if you feel like the anticipation to any sort of milestone, anniversary, birthday is really challenging, that can be quite common in grief. And it's nice to know because I remember saying to a friend, the lead up was worse than the actual day. And I was surprised by that. But when I read it in like in a book recently called Living With Loss, I was so surprised by that because I was like, oh, okay, so that's like a common thing. And sometimes it's nice to know that in grief because it makes you feel less crazy. It makes you feel like, okay, this is a shared experience and it does make you feel less alone in your grief. So that's something that I do want to bring forward. The lead up um, can be more challenging than the day at times. And if you find that, that is okay. It doesn't mean that like, it's just... I'm not really sure. I think the anticipation of it, sometimes it's kind of like the, it's kind of like anxiety builds up. Um, and something I've recognized too is anxiety around those, those times is usually my grief talking to me. I label it as anxiety because I feel really uncomfortable, but I think it's really just the grief trying to get through, um, and trying to express itself. So that's something that I've recognized as well, but Something that I do want to talk about too is just how challenging milestones can be. And something that I spoke about in a previous episode of Lo about loss is when you're trying to cope with loss, when you're trying to live with loss, um, something that I really didn't anticipate was how difficult certain experiences would be. So for example, I just had my, um, my beautiful daughter, she's eight months old. And through that experience, I really struggled because my brother was a really big kids person. He was known like in our family to be the most patient, always taking the younger kids to the park, really wanted to be a dad. Um, and so having that experience of becoming a parent and knowing that he wasn't going to get that as a sibling was very challenging. So with that milestone, with that event came so much grief, um, which is really something that I've learned and something that I've realized is kind of part of grief. It's that bittersweet experience where even my wedding, for example, um, I wish I'd probably gotten more support around it at the time, but my wedding, my wedding day, I was so anxious. I couldn't enjoy myself. I felt like I was in fight or, flow, fight or flight up until the last two hours because the last two hours was just dancing and I felt like I could just let loose and be myself and, you know, really enjoy and be in the moment. 
But the lead up was really hard. The day was really hard because I had to accept the fact that my brother wasn't there. I had to accept the fact that my brother wasn't going to get married, that I wasn't going to see my brother get married, that he wasn't going to be in my bridal party. Um, he, was gonna, he wasn't going to be part of my day physically the way I hoped that he would be. Um, and so there was a lot there. Like I always spoke about my brother walking me down the aisle. Um, there was so much happening that day that I really never thought about – uh, I never, I, I, I suppose we anticipate the challenges that are going to come with anniversaries. But for me personally, I didn't anticipate the challenges that I would have, the big challenges I would have with milestones, with doing things, moving out, moving out was another one. I have a really great therapist that I had started seeing just as I was moving out, but moving out was another one. I didn't want to leave. I felt like I was leaving my brother behind. I felt like I was moving forward without him. I felt a lot of guilt, a lot of frustration, a lot of anger. And that's not something that I had anticipated either because I had technically moved out when my brother passed away, but then I moved back in to be to be his carer and sleep with him as in in the same room as he was passing when he was um, – because he had palliative care at home. So we were all – me, my mum and him were all sleeping in the lounge room. Um, and so leaving that space and going into a new space really signified the shift moving forward. And something that I think happens in Milestones with Grief is I don't know if I, I look I understand the term regrieve but it's like all that grief comes back up because every time we have a new milestone it's a reminder that life is moving forward it's a reminder that we can't stay stuck in time and I think something that that I have recognized is with milestones it's a reminder that we're moving forward but it's also a reminder that we feel as though we're moving further away from the last time we saw them, from the last time we had moments with them. Um, we're moving forward and getting further away from that, a part of our life that holds them physically. And that is something that's very challenging and something that I have experienced firsthand and really struggled with through basically now that I look at it every milestone. And the reason that I want to be a voice for that is because I'm, again, I'm not really sure if that's something that I read or or heard or recognized um, or was told or wanted to be told. But, you know, if you're here and you're listening to this and you're looking for some guidance in your grief, if you're looking for some support, some sort of light, some sort of understanding, I like recording these podcasts because I do think that it gives a bit of perspective on grief, a bit of um, some sharing my experience. It might not be exactly your experience. Again, take what resonates, leave what doesn't, but it also normalizes it. And I think that's the important part. So with me, with milestones, I really got, I started to get confused why I was always struggling and I really had to work with it and understand that moving forward with those milestones also means moving away. And I think that that's is very hard. And if you haven't lost someone, it's really hard to understand. And that's something that I think I have struggled with in my friendships, just because the closest people to me haven't really lost anyone significant, um, for example, or outside of what they expected. So there, I have one friend who lost a cousin, which of course isn't expected. Um, but again, a different experience to losing someone that you see every day that you expect to be in your life, the way you do a sibling. Um, and again, just different forms of grief, right? It's not taking away from her experience. It's not taking away from mine. It's just acknowledging that, you know, I don't have anyone around me that's had similar sibling grief. And so those milestones can be really tough because I feel like everyone around me is celebrating and I'm in this time warp where I can't, 
I can't always be there and present because I'm disassociated a bit because it is a bit overwhelming for me because I have to recognize that with every milestone comes the grief as well. And so how do we manage that? How do we grieve during those moments? And so I'm going to share with you just one or two things that have helped me. So the first thing is understanding that milestones will be challenging. I think sometimes knowing that, being aware of it, just helps us to understand the process and what's happening. So now I know that when milestones come up, that it's going to be challenging. Like I know when we decide to have a second child, that it's going to be a challenging experience because it's a reminder again of moving forward. Um, and I think that that's, that will be challenging at the time and I have to acknowledge that and rely on my support during that time. So it's making, and that's my second point. So being aware of, aware of it is one thing, but the second part is communicating it, knowing who your people are, knowing who your anchors are. Maybe you have a really great therapist. Maybe you have a great community that you can go to or a support group. Maybe you have like a couple of people that you tend to lean on when you get triggered or, you know, when things come up or people that remember to celebrate those milestones or those people that are there to celebrate them with you. Like one of uh, my best friends always spend my brother's birthday with me. And that's something that I appreciate. And I love about them that they think of that, that they think of being there for me on that day when a lot of people don't, you know, and a lot of people are living their own lives. And I understand that. So it's really nice to have friendships that do that. So calling those people, communicating to those people, and maybe not calling them if you feel uncomfortable with that, texting them. Sometimes it's nice to just say, I'm really having a tough time when I think about X, Y, and Z coming up and I just wanted to say it. And when you say that to someone too, it takes the pressure off of that person knowing what to say back. And that's something that I have tried to express to my friends. Like it's actually not about what you say back. I just need to tell someone what's happening for me right now. And I think that that's really important when milestones or anniversaries come up. So the first thing is being aware of the challenges that come with that. So in particular, more milestones because we expect anniversaries. But I think too, being aware that with anniversaries, birthdays, that the lead up can actually be more challenging and making sure that you have support and techniques around that time. And this is what I want to talk about in this community that I'm that I'm creating, right? We're going to be talking about things that we can do. So the lead up means slowing down, taking things a bit easier than usual, um, making sure that you do things for yourself, like having a moment, taking some tea, having some tea, watching your favorite show, whatever makes you feel at home for you, whatever makes you feel like you're taking care of yourself, right? Um, that's the things to do during the lead up. And then something as well that I found is really helpful is communicating to the people around us and saying, Hey, I'm just struggling right now with this coming up and I just wanted to let you know. And again, it's not actually about sure that person will give you support, but it's also about being able to just verbalize it, communicate it, put it out there. So whether that's a person, a therapist, anything, sometimes it just helps just to say it. And so that's my second point. When you're going about a milestone or your an anniversary is coming up, communicating that is really important to the ones that you love because it's important for you to express yourself through that as well. So that's something as well that I wanted to add to. So Honestly, those are the two main points that I think have helped me the most. And I think the third point, which I think is another technique, tool, however you want to call it, that's really important, that tends to go unnoticed is self-compassion. 
When you are grieving someone, milestones and anniversaries are so hard. Birthdays are so hard. My brother's birthday, the lead up to my brother's birthday is challenging every year. It never gets easier. It's always really, really challenging. So how can we make that And it's not make it different. How can we work with that experience? How can we cope with that experience? And so self-compassion comes into it for me because basically self-compassion is the way that we would talk to others when they're going through their own challenges, right? What would you say to a friend who is struggling? Say it to yourself. Be compassionate. I am going through a big experience right now. I am anxious because a birthday is coming up. I'm anxious because this is coming up. For example, through milestones, I usually have to have those conversations with myself and say, I'm feeling anxious right now because I miss my brother and I wish he was here for this and that's okay. And having that self-compassion and that self-awareness means that we're just practicing that loving kindness to ourselves, right? We're going, okay. And you know what? It's not about fixing it. Self-compassion is not a fixing, it's a coping. That's very different. Coping with something is allowing it, accepting it, practicing that non-judgment towards it and being a friend to ourselves, right? And that is one of the biggest tools that I think that I wish that we spoke about more in grief because just saying that to yourself is a form of self-acceptance, is a form of kindness, it's a form of understanding to ourselves that, hey, of course, you're having a tough time right now. This is a milestone and you wish they were here and that makes complete sense. Validating ourselves by ourselves is such an amazing skill to have and something that is just so useful when it comes to those tough times. So first thing is self-soothing, taking care of yourself, doing things that you love in the lead up. Even if you're not feeling the feels yet, do it for yourself. Take care of yourself. Be gentle with yourself. Do things that you love. You know, sit with a warm blanket and just take a minute and don't rush about it. Just take your time. Second thing is communicating and having your say and really expressing it to the people, the community, your support, just so they know what's happening for you right now. And the third thing is practicing that self-compassion. It feels hard because it is hard and we are trying to cope with it. And self-compassion is just a technique to cope. So I hope that you found this episode helpful. I hope that something here resonates with you. And as I always say, take what resonates, leave what doesn't. But yeah, this is such a big thing when it comes to learning how to grieve and how to cope and how to manage during those anniversaries and those huge moments that you worry are going to swallow you whole and they feel like they do. So these are the things that have helped me and I hope that something here resonates and you can use it throughout your own experience. But again, take what resonates, leave what doesn't. So thank you so much for being here and I will catch you in the next episode.